Disney Plus and Hulu better together in a brand new bundle. Ready for an adventure? The greatest stories ever told on Disney Plus with The Mandalorian and Disenchanted. That's wicked. Wicked good. Critically acclaimed fan favorites on Hulu like Pam and Tommy and The Bear. Let's take it up another level. Save big when you bundle both for just $9.99 a month. We're so good together. All of these and more now streaming. Savings compared to regular monthly price of each service. 18 and over only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up and jump right in. Okay, quick agenda. Quick agenda for let's catch up for this week. Antonio Brown. One quick thought about the playoffs, and we'll crown an MVP. All right, that's just our, our, our quick table of contents. All right, so I think we both have so much to say about this Antonio Brown situation too. <laughs> like, who didn't see this coming? <laughs> but but this way, you know, it's funny when you you picture things happening a certain way or playing out a certain way, and then when they actually unfold, and you're left with the images of what it is. You know, perhaps I thought the image of Antonio Brown's sort of burnt frozen feet from hard knocks with the Raiders would have been my <laughs> lasting impression of Antonio Brown forever. But now I don't know, seeing him shirtless, it's the helmet, it's, in the, you know, the, the Raiders, and, and the it's, he's, he's never ever Steelers. I mean, he's just never been able to stay in one spot with one team and not have drama. And if there was one person, I think that we've all, you know, beat this topic into the ground except if there was one person who could potentially possibly keep a b you know tame and stable and you know without without freak out is tom brady and he was able to do it for a little bit and now again we kind of go back to mike tomlin might have been the best one at keeping him even keel for as long as he did and keeping it all in house but there's just i mean taking away i mean obviously you know what they said after the game you know, there is some mental issues there so for that, I feel horrible, but there is some element of it where you know exactly what you're doing and the way that he acted, you know, asking the police escort to give him a ride to the airport. He posted a Fashion Nova ad in the Uber on the way to the airport after just leaving his team and abandoning his team. It, 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 there's just no excuse. I, I I don't feel bad for him. I'm sorry. It's, it's I, the I fake back card. Right. It was the situation with the chef. He doesn't pay his bills. He's, you know, extremely successful. It's just, you, you've got to grow up at some point. And this was AB's final straw in the NFL. Taylor, it's just, unfortunately, it's a running list of credits. When you were trying to go through all of the items when it comes to Antonio Brown, it really is too much. You could never fit it on one page, on one full screen. It would have to be a book. And one day it will be a great one. I, I will say only Business is booming. Later. It'll be a book. Always. And I'll say only two things based on what you just said. Number one is you gave credit to Tom Brady. And let's say this, Antonio Brown won a Super Bowl. He likely will, you know, again, if the Bucs won this year, technically he'll be a Super Bowl champion. But let's just say Antonio Brown will likely win that one Super Bowl championship where he really participated in that season last year with the Buccaneers. Credit to Arians, credit to Tom Brady, as you said. Number two point is this. Best part of what happened on Sunday with Antonio Brown was Bruce Arians simply saying he is no longer a buck. You couldn't have been 
any more simple and straightforward with not only how you felt about the situation, but also with putting an end to it. I'm it not going to, I'm not going to, I thought I agree, so definitive. but at that point, Sam, at that point, you've been around him. You're the one that gave him another shot when you knew exactly who he was as a person, as a player. And I know that it was Tom that obviously really wanted him on that team because Tom wanted to win at any cost, but you knew what you, you were in some way you were getting into bed with the devil, you know, when you got into this relationship with Antonio Brown and you knew what kind of a person he was, you knew what kind of a player he was. Everybody's read stories about how, you know, like what he's done to the person that came over and was working on his house. And there's just been too many situations where it doesn't, it doesn't add up. And you're right. Look, Taylor, quit Taylor. on his team. So like, I don't, I can't say, Oh, well, of course, well, at this point, of course, there's nothing else he can say besides he's no longer a buck. I mean, I like that. He said it. I just like that. He said it because so often Taylor, you don't get that answer, right? It's not for public consumption. That answer is behind closed doors. And it's just so rarely out yeah. there for all of us to consume because there could have been, we'll talk to him later. We will evaluate internally. That'll stay between me and the player. We hear all of those things. I just yeah. enjoyed, I just enjoyed that for everybody. in the No, world. I enjoy that too. Like this isn't, was, this isn't acceptable. And it, and it was just one period at the end of a sentence and move on. What would even need to be the follow-up at that point, right? Like that just tells you that's where we're at with him. That's what we think of it at this point. And we are on to the next. And that's simply it. And and I just, that that was it. That stamped it for me. I mean, it was, it it was a ticking time bomb. It was glorious to see it happening in the middle of a game, of course. When you look up, if you're watching that game with no volume, you're just asking yourself what in the world is going on. And, <laughs> you know, you think maybe he had the wrong jersey. Well, the, and he's going at the other one. I mean, you just, the, it's so funny in the end when you just see that image, of course. The funny part to me was that apparently the, you know, the security staff that were on the field originally looked over and they just assumed that somebody had gotten onto the field and was streaking. And they're like, oh my gosh, we gotta, we've got to contain the streaker. Oh no, well, no, don't worry. It's just a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer player. Just we will, we will contain him. All right. So, so let's put a pin in Antonio Brown, but beautifully said Taylor and, and just, just quite an incredible laundry list. And, and this will, again, this will be in the book, as you said, business is booming. You've already given him the title and, and we will gladly read that and give you all our synopsis once it is out. All right. So, so Taylor, moving, moving to the next quickly here, one playoff thought, I know it'll be tough to give it just one there's so much now the dust is settled we say each week that we don't know anything but now we definitively know so many things about what is going to happen even though we have a beautiful week 18 with a 17th game for every team we still know so much so i'm going to try to give it one playoff thought but i'm sort of going to give it a 1a and 1b i'm wearing the super bowl 52 beanie for the eagles you know i don't bust out eagles gear very often i'll simply say very unlikely outcome and a tip of the cap and a kudos to Nick Sirianni. The Eagles being a playoff yeah. team is, it's not only surprising, the fact that they even clinched a week early. I know it's based on strange mathematics and strength of schedule and a couple of head-to-heads, but it's still impressive. They did it a week early, nine and seven. Even if they finish nine and eight, they're in and tip of the cap to that staff and deciding to run the ball and completely change and abandon whatever the game plan was through those first four and five weeks where this team really had not much of an identity to hold on and say, we are now going to be a run first team. Doesn't matter if it's Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Jalen Hurts. They are just running the ball, running it well, and ran into a playoff spot. 
Maybe they didn't beat a team with a 500 record or better. That's okay. They're in. It's adorable. Let's give it to them. That's it. That's 1A. 1B. And really a bigger point, my one playoff thought, Taylor, I texted you in the midst of it on Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers, the one seed, again. 13 wins, again. Matt LaFleur comes in and wins 13 games, 13 games, 13 games. My playoff thought yeah. is not so much about credit to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt LaFleur. It's more to say, what in the world more would you ever want as a quarterback than that coach that's putting Bowl. you in position for 13, 13, and 13? That is a, an incredible accomplishment that, that, again, we can only celebrate today. It, it, it potentially is never going to be more impressive than in this one moment when it's 13 and back-to-back-to-back seasons. Sorry, but I think but... that that's I, – I don't think that Rodgers was ever frustrated with how far they got. I think that it was that – to some point, I truly believe that Rodgers thinks, I don't know if this is the team that has what it takes to win the whole thing. I'd love I, to see I, the you know, team I mean, they've gotten there every other year. I'd love to see the team that looks better on paper. Am I right, Taylor? I mean, even oh, last I year agree in the more. NFC, And I don't think NFC that there was any reason year, for him to be – you know, as upset as he was, I think that it was a little bit ridiculous because I think that Matt LaFleur is a fantastic coach. But there's always going to be that argument of would Matt LaFleur be this successful and have this record and this team if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers? You know, like, is Aaron the one that's the kind of is, is he the mastermind or is it LaFleur? And so that, that's always going to be on people's, you know, that's always going to be a discussion and a topic that people are always curious about. Is would but Matt LaFleur be point, as successful as he is as a head coach if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers? But here's the only thing, and then I want to hear your one playoff thought. Matt LaFleur is not supposed to win 13 games without Aaron Rodgers. Matt LaFleur is supposed to win 13 games yeah. and figure out how to win with Aaron Rodgers. And if you look at the numbers, he's allowing Aaron Rodgers to be his best self also. And that's I agree. He, he I'm, is, I'm a, he is I'm a truly winning fan. with Aaron Rodgers. All right, so there you go. So that's so that's my one A one B. My one playoff thought for you, Taylor. Look across the entire landscape. What is your one playoff thought? Well, I'm going to stick with. I mean, I was at the Chargers game yesterday, so I'm going to stick with the AFC West and say that next week on Sunday night, the game that they flex, the Raiders. And the Chargers game, that in essence is a playoff game for both of those two teams. The Chargers are winning in and same with the Raiders. Now, the Raiders can get in another way. They don't necessarily have to win. If I think it's the Colts, let me look this up really quickly. Um, the Raiders can also get in without winning if there is, if the Steelers lose once and the Colts lose to the Jaguars, the Raiders would be in regardless of the outcome against the Chargers. But for all intents and purposes, for both of these two teams, it is a playoff game. It is win and in. We, they both played earlier this season, in the beginning of the season in uh, Los Angeles. And this is when the Raiders were apparent, like at their peak, they, Derek Carr was putting up his, you know, the best numbers of his career. And it'll be interesting to see what they do, what this week is going to bring. I think that the Chargers are getting hot at the right time, but we saw this week that the Raiders were clearly getting hot at the right time too. So this is a, this is week one of the playoffs. It's so great, Taylor, that we have an extra week, that there is a week 18, that we've got 17 games for every team on the schedule, and the playoffs aren't starting a week later. They're actually starting right on time because you said it. Sunday night is a playoff game, and you love that. 
nothing like winner go home and we've got one and for you the fact that it's got a special cherry on top that it's a team that you know so well i can't wait to bring this to everyone listening to let's catch up because you're gonna have funny. Such an awesome it's look it's funny one more i'm gonna add one more thing to that is that lynn ball joseph spoke earlier this week and i i talked about this on nfl network and he said that this team right now, this Chargers team, this is before this game last week, so they hadn't even played the Broncos yet, but he said this team reminds him so much of his second year in the NFL when he was with the Giants, and they, he said they got hot late, and they ended up winning the entire thing. He said they had a couple big losses in December, which, of course, the Chargers have had those two against the Texans. They laid an egg. Um, and then they come back and win their final two games of the season. So if the Chargers win next week, they'd won their final two games of the season, and then they went all the way. And he said that he felt like the entire team was just you know, they have had some issues with inconsistency. And he said that's their Giants team had that too. He said, but he feels like they're all kind of getting healthy and getting hot at the right time. And he feels like they have everything that it would take to go all the way. So I'd love to see that, obviously, just because I do cover this team so, so much. We so would we love see. to see it. It has been so exciting so far just to follow it this season all the way through. As we had said many times, the Chargers are what they rec- their record is because it has been up and down. There's been incredible highs against the Chiefs early incredible lows against the Chiefs late. That's the kind of season it's been for the the Chargers. Big, Maybe the biggest low might have been against the Texans. Uh, yes, absolutely. Following up what happened against the, the Chiefs, I would say you're absolutely right. Okay. All right, Taylor, let, let's finish with, with one final thing here. Just a quick look. Of course, yes, there's another week, although we'll see who starts and sits, et cetera, based on what's clinched. But MVP, we don't have a vote. But if we did, looking at, if we, if we take a look at the realistic finalists here, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor. We know so often it is a quarterback award. Of course, we see that time and time mm-hmm. again and very well deserved. But if we throw those four out there, Taylor, for you, MVP of the NFL, NFL in this 2021 season, and by the way, Happy New Year 2022 to you, Taylor, but the 2021 NFL MVP for you would be who? I'd love to take it away from the quarterback when the quarterback hasn't run away with it. You can argue that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have run away with it, but I don't think they have because they both have had, you know, a little bit of inconsistency throughout their season. I think it's got to be between Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. And I'm going to give it to Cooper Cup because of what he's been able to accomplish and the numbers that he's been able to put up, beating Jerry Rice, breaking his record. And he did all of this with a quarterback that he's working with for the first time. You know, they haven't had years of chemistry. I heard on um, one of the announcers said that they had, or analysts said they had, you know, been watching Cooper Cup. And he said the chemistry that they have, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, just in this one year, it looks like they've been together for 20 years. That's That's how much chemistry is there. I'm giving it to Cooper Cup. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time or do you just come up here for our food and women? This January. Your family, my family. I don't know how this is going to work. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit head braids. Jonah Hill, Lauren London, David Duchovny, Nia Long, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy. What's up with white cuz? Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. You People, directed by Kenya Barris. Rated R. Now streaming only on Netflix. You've said it from the beginning, by the way, Taylor. You called it out. Cup and Stafford, there's something going on there. There's something special. We don't know what it was in the offseason, but you had eyed it early on, and it has carried through. And I'm going to agree with you. It'd be so easy to give it to one of the quarterbacks, and I don't know how you split the hairs between Rodgers and Brady. Rodgers is number one in passer rating. Of course, he's got the one seed. Brady's got the most touchdowns and yardage in the league. 
Jonathan Taylor is leading the league in yardage and touchdowns. Of course, the Derrick Henry injury probably puts a little bit of doubt as to whether or not he would have been exactly that. But Cooper Cup, let's just say this. The first receiver since Randy Moss in 2003 with 100 receptions, over 1,500 yards, and 15 touchdowns in a single season. And again, he's done this in the 16 games, not the 17th game. That's remarkable. And of course, he's riding the hat trick triple crown of leading in touchdowns, yards, and catches for all receivers. If there was ever going to be a receiver winning this award again, it would certainly have to be this it would have to be. Season. And just the it catches that he's be. made every single week. It's like, oh my gosh, this might be the catch of the year. Wait, there's next I, week. And then he makes another phenomenal one again where you're like, how did you get what how did you catch that ball? And when you look at the scenario and time of game and when he's doing this within the game, it's just always when Stafford needs him, he is there. And had I asked you at the beginning of the season, Taylor, the Rams will produce an MVP this season, who's it gonna be? You and I and I would have been debating amongst Stafford and Aaron Donald, most likely. Cooper Cup yeah. would not Cooper Cup would have come up eventually, but not like that. And again, with the loss of Cam Akers, the loss of Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, kudos, tip of the cap, tip of the cup, <laughs> it's Cooper Cup. I, I, I see <laughs> I see it like you do for MVP. All right, Taylor, you said it. We basically have a playoff game already. We cannot wait to catch up again so soon to see what happens. 